steal you for a second? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Girls Night In. I'm one of your co-hosts, Glory, here, and I'm joined by my other lovely podcast hosts, Karen Blarina. And unfortunately, we're missing Michelle today. She will be dearly missed, but we have a lot to get to in this episode. But before we dive in, how are you guys? How has your summer been? How has life been? Good. Um, honestly, I'm so happy that this summer was a lot livelier than like last summer. Um, but although last summer, like there was a lot of like reworking, like trying to figure out myself and everything. It's a lot of like self-care, self-love. And then this summer being able to, you know, keep into like get to know and like go out with your friends and that, I think that's something that I missed out on although it was a little draining sometimes because because I was like oh my gosh like there are literally like 20 different people that I had to meet up <laughs> but <laughs> other than that oh my gosh like I love it I life. agree I feel like I've been so used to just being at home like yeah. and not going out at all that like going out requires even more effort like I'm already an introvert so going out in general is just a lot of effort for me but this summer is, <laughs> you know I, I agree with you it's like a lot of work but it's so much fun to like get to see everybody and that's definitely something that I've enjoyed over the summer too is seeing friends and family again um definitely miss that but also school is starting now which kind of sucks yeah. for me <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm ready to graduate like I'm counting down the days to be done yeah you know, it's funny, I recently got into not recently got into wine, but I've been into wine, like ever since I was a kid, not a kid. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like a few years back. And recently, I've been starting a lot of like, I've been blogging about it. So writing down like my re reviews on like certain red wines that are that I've tried and all that stuff, which is pretty cool. That's so cute. What? That's, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> not when I was a kid though, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, not when you were a kid. It's okay. I feel like um back home, like my parents mm -hmm. probably well, I mean like not my parents, but I'm Albanian and like I feel like Albanian people probably drunk when they were like young kids. <laughs> yeah. I am sure my parents probably did too back in the day. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> No, but I literally love that because I feel like the summer is like such a perfect time to start new hobbies. And like for all of us, this podcast was something that we literally started this summer out of nowhere. So yeah, honestly, the summer was great. It was productive. We all got to go out more. We got to start this podcast. And now, you know, obviously we finished our bachelorette season and we're continuing with Paradise. So I think we should just dive right in because Paradise has been Whew, quite the season wanted <laughs> yeah literally wanted to gauge just kind of your overall thoughts on on how you're feeling about paradise how does it kind of compare to some of the previous seasons that we've seen what are your thoughts on just paradise overall this season I think there's been a lot of like drama this season oh. a lot of like different couples matching up and like people matching up. So I think it's been interesting to see like, you know, some people jump ship and go with someone else. Um, so I've been enjoying the season so far because it's just been entertaining, honestly. I do feel like there is a lot of people on 
on Paradise though. Like I wish the cast was just a little bit smaller so we could get to know the couples better because sometimes I feel like they rush through conversations. But um, so far it's been good. It's been entertaining, that's for sure. Yeah, no, totally agree. I think it's definitely one of the most dramatic seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. And I feel like I was able to get to see each one of them know exactly exactly who they are their personality their dating style their love language and languages and all that and I don't know I just feel like with this this year this season all of them are very like open like open-minded right they're willing to try out different like like test out like test the waters like try out one person and then maybe dive into another relationship and seeing which one works better because back in the days I feel like or past seasons they didn't really want to you know like they stick with one person and always that one person until like it dies down or like it's going to be successful you know so it's really interesting to see like so many different things happening this season and with like different hosts instead of Chris Harrison I'm just like wow it's just like brings in in like new aspects like new environments and I I just feel like I love it like I personally love it so much yeah I definitely think like the fact that they brought in so many people it brought so many new elements to the show in terms of like bringing um new storylines to the show bringing new types of drama bringing in you know a cast that's you know wanting to explore their options and and and, you know bringing in all these new hosts and I guess you know like one thing for me is because they brought in so many people I almost feel like sometimes like we'll be so focused on like one couple for like happy episode and then we won't see them for the next episode and I'll completely forget about them (laughs) because there's just like so many stories and so many relationships to follow like sometimes I'll see a character I'll be like oh my gosh I forgot they were in the cast because we haven't seen them for like a whole two hours yeah it's like oh becca's still here oh damn (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i remember like last week's episode it was like there was a lot of like aaron tammy thomas drama and then this week when i saw aaron i was like oh i forgot about him like he's still here right sometimes i'm like i think they i think they left the island the island the paradise Oh man, Love Island just is confusing me. (laughs) But yeah, like definitely Aaron, I was literally thinking the exact same thing. I think yesterday or Monday's episode, I was like, wait, what happened to Aaron? Yeah. Even like thinking back, like, wait, what happened to Ivan? I haven't seen him talk. Yeah. Yeah. And then like even Abigail and Noah too. Like they were amazing first day and then they had a little bit of a bump and then I was like, where are they? Like, you know, this is a beautiful, beautiful love story we need to see unfold more. Are they back together? Are they still talking? Are they still confused? Like, we want more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, only, unfortunately, there's only two hours they can show every night. And I think even for the next couple of weeks, they're going to be going back to one episode a week. So we're going to get even less content. But honestly, the content so far has been nothing short of amazing. And Um, I think that was really reflected in Monday's episode when right off the gate, we see lovely Miss Kendall walk through the stairs of paradise, come down and doesn't even acknowledge anyone, doesn't even say hi to anyone, just immediately walks to Joe, says, hey, butthead, and pulls him (laughs) for a chat. What do you guys think of 
Kendall's intentions with being on the beach because she had a very interesting conversation with Joe, essentially talking about how she still loves him, um, asking about his kind of experience in paradise. And in that conversation, they also kind of unravel a little bit of their history and why they broke up. What do you guys think is kind of Kendall's intentions with being on the beach and also in that conversation with Joe? Was she trying to rekindle things with him or was she trying to seek closure? First, I low-key found it kind of cringe when she said, hey, butthead. I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, in terms of like her intentions and like rekindling the relationship, I do think that she was probably trying to rekindle the relationship with Joe just because like she went straight to him. She was, I feel like she was very straightforward with him as well. Um, and you could tell that she still had feelings for him. But honestly, like with, with regards to like intentions, I don't know, I was kind of confused because I think it's been a while since they broke up. Like, I think it's been a year or so, something like that. So I'm just confused why she would want to bring it back up like on paradise rather than kind of having this conversation outside of paradise. Honestly, like, I feel like a lot of times I don't want to generalize it, but like I've had experiences before where mm -hmm. like I would think like even though something happened a year ago, I just started thinking back to it and then I'm just like, oh wow, like this happened. Like what happened? Like I kind of want clarity. Mm -hmm. Like you start mm -hmm. picturing and imagining or like thinking back to the times, like the great things that happened. And this happens like pretty frequently. Like I've spoken to I've spoken to people before and talking about like, oh, do you still think about like like what happened a year ago, even though you don't really, you don't talk to them anymore. And like a lot of my friends, a lot of my close ones, family members, and they're like, yeah, like it's, it's so normal. It's like a normal human behavior. And maybe like, that's what's exactly happening to Kendall. She might be like thinking back to the good times with Joe and she kind of misses what exactly happened, like what they've shared and experienced. And like, maybe she thought Joe would, you know, probably have the same thoughts too because Joe like when Joe saw Kendall Joe was like now I'm confused like I don't know if I still have feelings for him or feel feelings for Kendall or not right so I guess like that's something that they should explore but in terms of butthead <laughs> I was like wait what <laughs> not gonna lie though I feel like couples do have like random nicknames they always call like their significant others like random things. Like I remember yeah. like my ex used to call me poo head and now I think back to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm cringing so, so hard. <laughs> yeah. But would he call you poo head a year after you? <laughs> yeah, oh, that was yeah. my thing. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Or <laughs> like during the relationship, okay, you know, but like after when it's all over it's like <laughs> in front of everyone okay that's a little um, weird Kendall. yeah <laughs> I also feel like with the whole Kendall situation like it's just I don't know she sh I don't think she should have like I mean I guess it's it's good for her to get closure I think I think it's really important because clearly she still has feelings so I hope that this experience will give her that closure but um like they ended off the relationship because she didn't really want to move and he doesn't want to move. So like, I just don't think it'll work at all because of the logistics, like the problems with regards to logistics and their relationship. So 
I don't know. It's like a very tough situation. Yeah. Um, and like their conversation too. Like, I, I feel like Joe was being realistic and uh-huh. kind, of like, kind of like in her head because mm-hmm. she was saying, he was saying, oh, like it didn't work because you didn't even want to try to move to where I live uh-huh. or where I used to live. And she's just like, well, I don't want to like move or I don't want to try because I want to be, I like from the start of my relate, like the start of our relationship, like I've always mentioned that I want to stay where I am with my close to my family. But the fact that Joe was like, but you, you never even tried, you know? Mm. And I think that's like their breaking point in their relationship. Yeah. And I guess, I guess that makes me wonder then, like if living in Chicago and having for Joe, having his partner live with him in Chicago was so important. I wonder how he's going to make that work with Serena and if that's a conversation they've had like if he's you know very locked in on her I know obviously it's not like where you're going to live is not a conversation you're going to have in the beginning stages of your relationship but I mean if that is you know if it does end up working out with Serena is that a conversation they're going to have early on or even if they were to get engaged before they get engaged because clearly it's a deal breaker in his past relationship and obviously Serena lives in freaking Canada so like (laughs) I think that's a conversation that if they haven't had already they need to have in the future I agree I was like literally thinking the exact same thing when I was watching I was like I wonder if she he's had this conversation with Serena P and I hope they aired the conversation I think it would be good. And yeah, because that's what ended the previous relationship. So that conversation is important. But I was also going to say too, like when Kendall and Joe were talking, didn't, I felt like Kendall made it seem like she made it clear from the beginning that she wouldn't move to where Joe was too, you know? So it's like, I don't know why they even stuck it out for so long. I guess yeah. Joe tried and then I don't know. I think maybe like Joe was more go with the flow and not really like thinking realistic because because honestly like a lot of times Mm -hmm. I don't want to generalize it either but it's just like when you dive into a relationship you don't really think about like all these things and these like like, big conversations about like you know your interests your your values your everything you know what I mean so it's just like maybe like he was going through the flow and like when Kendall mentioned it maybe he's just like oh I could change your mind and the fact that like she's very like you know like she like her thought of yes I will not move like she's really strong on that like adamant about it and then he's just like saying like but why can't you try it just shows that like 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 even if she did try do you think joe like do you think kendall kendall will actually move to to your true like i don't know like in this case i feel like i'm kind of on joe's side because you never know like what if you actually do like chicago you know kendall like what if you do you do want to you see your life with joe like in in chicago and all that stuff like you never know if you've never tried Well, the thing is too, like, I don't know, we don't know the details of like exactly what was said or exactly how it played out, but it's, it's tricky because it's like, if you love some, like typically we always say in like, you know, everyday culture, we're like, if you love someone, you'll be willing to, you know, you have to make those sacrifices. Right. So maybe that was a sacrifice that like 
Kendall needed to make because that's what, what Joe needed. But at the same time, I don't know if I could blame Kendall if she doesn't want to live in Chicago for whatever reason, if she wants to stay in LA, whether that be because that's where she built her career, where she, her family is, because she, where she grew up, whatever it is. I don't know if I can like blame Kendall for not wanting to go to Chicago specifically. Um, so yeah, again, we don't know the details of like, maybe they wanted to like, maybe she'd be open to moving somewhere else or if it was just Chicago specifically or or what it what it was but yeah it's hard to really I don't know I, I definitely see both sides I feel yeah yeah so that was kind of Kent, the first bit of, of Monday's episode Kendall comes in she has this big conversation with Joe um it seems like Joe kind of left it at he's trying to focus on Serena and I guess Kendall's now I don't know what she's doing on the beach to be honest like because we didn't really see her pursue any other conversations or have any other um, like connections, which could just be an editing thing. But I don't know how long she's going to stay if she's really here and ready to move on from Joe, because clearly it didn't seem like that. But we'll see how her journey kind of plays out if, if she ends up looking for connections or if she's just here for, you know, to stay while she can. But then we see... Um, Abigail and Noah have a small snippet in this two-hour episode where we see them kind of talking through their problems and saying, Abigail admitting how, you know, she may have not been the best at communicating. And we see them try to, you know, work through their problems and kind of start on a fresh page again. And then we see right after Mari, again, speak to Kenny and try to rekindle things with him and essentially say like, you know, she's sorry. She really wants to try again. She's interested in him. And honestly, she was just a little bit scared before, which is why she kind of pulled back. But I think one thing I, I've loved seeing through, you know, those two examples and through some of the other couples on Paradise is just how they've been able to be very communicative and like work through their problems. I think that's one thing I love seeing about the relationships, because that's a very real aspect that actual couples go through in the everyday life. I definitely agree with that. I feel like in the in real life, you know, couples go through struggles, they go through challenges. And obviously, in this show, it's clear that they've gone through challenges as well. So like being able to have those mature conversations and work through them, I think just makes um, some of these couples stronger, and I think can actually benefit them in the long run. Um, And it shows that they can overcome some of that adversity that they uh, face as a couple. Yeah, and I think in Mari's case, she was just really confused whether or not Kenny was the right person for her. And like, I guess like she wanted to, to explore the other side of like the grass is greener and all this, like it's <laughs> not greener and she wanted to explore the other side. So the fact that like Kenny left her for Demi and then going on dates to explore other people like with, with um, what's her name? Tia. Tia. Yeah. 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 And it just shows that like she genuinely, like she actually valued her relationship with Kenny. And I guess like that kind of gave her clarity. She's just like, yes, like I do like Kenny. I do want this. I I do want to, you know, continue building our relationship. And I feel like in the back of, Kenny's mind like he knew that Mari was always the one for him and they like he said like Mari has that spark like ever since they started talking from Bachelor in Paradise like they just he just knew that like she was the one but like obviously like hearing that Mari wanted to to explore other people obviously it would hurt but 
like I think in the back of his mind he's he was always waiting for Mari to come back yeah I I I definitely think Mari at least in my perspective Mari does seem like the most like like if you're looking for a wife like she seems like wifey material to me at least and potentially that's maybe what he sees in Mari as well but he did obviously get a little bit you know tangled and and you know I don't know how else to describe it but in (laughs) you know some kind of fiasco with Demi and it's interesting because Demi seems very into Kenny um and I think she's very expressing herself in a very unique way in terms of she's breaking down a lot which is understandable it's a stressful environment she's breaking down a lot with seeing you know Kenny and Mari try to talk and progress her relationship and she's also you know pulling out lines like you know do you want to go to the boom boom room to kind of solidify her (laughs) really to solidify her relationship with Kenny how do you what's been your guys's perception of Demi and how she's been handling Paradise and also her relationship with Kenny and and what do you see between those two I personally feel like she has a lot of insecurities um when she went on a date with Brendan they had the kiss it was a great date but then all of a sudden Brendan like backs out and in a way she just felt like really offended she's like wow like you don't want me like I'm so Mm. fun I'm so quirky I'm so wild like there's no way you don't love me and in a way it's just kind of like oh like it's her insecurities are projecting and like in terms of like what's happening with her relationship with Kenny I don't know if she really likes Kenny or she just likes the attention you know like or she she's like fearful of losing Kenny to Mari yeah I definitely agree with what you said like um, in terms of insecurity too, I feel like whenever she's speaking to other girls, she'll always like put down other um, girls. Like she puts down Mari and she puts down Tia to, and then lifts her own, herself up, like to lift herself up, which you shouldn't be doing that, right? Like that just kind of shows that you are a little bit more insecure to put other people down um, and you're not confident in your relationship. So I think that's definitely a really interesting point. And then with regards to Kenny, yeah, I don't know, like Demi, maybe she just, maybe she wants that reassurance and like Mm. from Kenny and she wants reassurance from somebody, whether it was Brendan, whether it was Kenny. And so when she doesn't get that reassurance, it's like, it's, it really takes a toll on her. Um, But honestly, I also didn't like how like Kenny jumped ship from Mari so quickly and like, went with um Demi and like went to the boom boom room with her um like that one time because I think that's like a I mean I guess I don't know for me that would be a pretty big deal so um I do like feel a little bit bad for Demi because like that's I don't know that sucks to like go to that to that level and then he he just leaves you for Tia and then now with Mari yeah Okay, who who thought of the name Boom Boom Room? Like, I, know. <laughs> ah, I don't know. It just ah, it's too much to handle. <laughs> I wonder though does does Ken does Mari know that Kenny went to with Demi to the Boom Boom Room? Right, I'm not sure. I don't think like it. At least with the editing, it didn't really seem to come up. 
but probably Demi I feel like she she talks about it probably yeah I think Demi would definitely vocalize what happened I think that's just her character who she is Hmm. I feel like if so like rumors are gonna go around it's gonna spread just like how um Marissa went to the boom boom room with Mm. Miley and all of a sudden Connor um heard it from was it Tejuan yeah Uh, yeah right so like for sure it's gonna spread Mm. okay yeah because that's because I was just wondering like if she did hear about it like why wasn't it, it a big deal and maybe that's not something that she would be concerned about but like, like Lorena, like I'm the same way. Like if I heard that, like that would turn me off instantly. Like the fact that you were willing to just like jump ship, like within one day and like, not even just like kissing, like, okay, fine. If you're going to explore other options, fine. Kiss people, whatever. But like to go to the boomer room and to go to that extent, like, I don't know, that would just like turn me off instantly. Right. And I feel like he's supposed to be like grown, like he's 40 years old. Yeah. (laughs) He's acting like that. Like that's weird. And I I just think it's so weird that like she keeps initiating she's just like do you want to go to the boom boom room do you want to go to the boom boom room it's just like stop then stop like well solidify your relationship at this point it's gonna yeah well to your point right that shows she's insecure because literally in that moment when she was having that conversation with Kenny he was telling her like he was gonna go like he was telling her her about her his conversation with Mari and you could see on Demi's face like she was frazzled she was anxious she was worried and as instead of like you know, in terms of her like fight or flight response, instead of like responding or or just having a conversation, she says, do you want to go to the boom, boom, room?" Mm-hmm. And that was her kind of escape to kind of find validation. Um, so yeah, very interesting. Um, so that was kind of, you know, the night um, portion with what we saw on, on the television, on our television screens. Then the morning comes and whoo, do we have a lot to say about <laughs> what happened in the morning because bright and early Miss Piper James comes down the stairs of paradise and at least with what was edited, she comes in, says hello and says, I want to take Brendan on this date. Doesn't <laughs> even seem to talk with anybody, at least again, what was shown doesn't seem like she talked with anybody, but she came in guns a blazing saying, Brendan, I'm going to take you on this date. Brendan, without shadow of a doubt, says yes. And um, obviously has a quick conversation with Natasha, which, you know, poor Natasha. I'm so sorry, girl, with what you had to go through because of Brendan. But obviously has a quick conversation with Natasha, you know, telling her he's going on this date. Natasha at that point knows she's been played. And him and Piper go on this date and let's just break down this dinner date because it was just like, I was just mind blown watching that dinner portion because essentially Piper comes in. She's like, I'm here for you. Brendan aware he's being filmed, you know, tries (laughs) to say, you know, like I've been seeing other people while you've been away at the beach. Piper for some reason does not get it. Gets (laughs) a little upset and asks why he's downplaying it. Brendan's probably shooting himself in the head at that moment (laughs) and that he's like well then he spills all the tea for us to see of how he's been having to kind of play this game and kind of keep himself on this beach in order to to be at be on the beach the same time Piper would arrive 
honestly just wanted to open up the floor. What was your guys' thoughts on this entire conversation, <laughs> fiasco, mastermind plan? <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Go, go ahead. They like, I was like kind of surprised. Like you could tell that Brendan was struggling so hard. <laughs> yeah. And Piper was like crying and then he was like wait what's wrong he's just like do you not understand the plan like hello did we not communicate properly like did we is signal like you know what I mean like do yeah. you not know anything you could, like yeah you could literally tell with his eyes like he was just like Piper what is going on like <laughs> Piper do you not get it like I'm getting filmed here like we're gonna I don't know it, it was just like by then like I was like oh my gosh like Piper Piper is evil because I, I think she was just like oh like you played the game or something just to be with me and then on top of that yeah. like when they came back I remember there was like one scene where um they were just like talking about followers Instagram mm-hmm. increases before coming into paradise and like all these things like he was just so I was like, what the heck? Like, do you not know that you're being filmed? Like, do you not know that we're here and listening? Like, do you not know that there's like so much drama happening right now? Right. I was like in absolute shock. Like, it really seems like they did not talk about this before they came on the show. Like, honestly, if I was in their shoes, I mean, I wouldn't be because I wouldn't do something like this. But like, if I was them... I would have a whole game plan, like strategy coming in just to make it as discreet as possible. Like even Piper coming in, like I would have had at least a few conversations with some of the guys. She she was just like, nope, I'm going to choose Brendan right away. And then exactly like what, what you all said about like Brendan trying to hint at him, but like Piper not getting the hint, like, oh, it was a mess. But it was kind of funny that they like kind of exposed themselves and I'm kind of happy that they did because their true colors showed but they could have been I, I feel like if they were more discreet about it they might have like got away with it a little bit yeah better. no but like I'm genuinely confused like did they not talk about it before they <laughs> left like what the heck like this is truly like a poorly executed plan like yeah they hung out like 10 20 times and yeah. you're telling me you didn't have one conversation about this yeah and, and the thing is like that like apparently Natasha and Piper were really good friends or they were friends or spotted out like together before paradise yeah you know and I'm like wait a sec like Natasha there's no way you you didn't know that they were together right because I remember we were talking about it like two weeks ago or something it's like we were thinking okay like maybe Natasha's just in on it or something but no like that's so weird I'm so confused with this whole situation (laughs) yeah so do you guys think like given what we've seen and heard like do you guys genuinely think like Piper and Brendan are here for followers for money like what's their rationale for being in paradise because they don't see like I don't know at least when I watched them on Bachelorette and and The Bachelor like they didn't seem like those types of people but Right now, it seems like the only logical explanation for why they're on the beach. Do you guys have any thoughts on that, on, like, why they're still here? For followers, for the money, for (laughs) for a free trip. Like, it's all there. Like, it makes sense. And you know what pisses me off is that, like, Thomas and Kate, during during his season or Katie's season, he was actually really honest about it. He's just like, yes, like, I came in. Yeah thought of yes I could have been 
I could be the next bachelor and I could like, you know, like get more followers or whatever. Right. But the fact that he was vocal about it, why was he like, like he's the villain of the show just because just, just cause like he's being honest. But then in, in terms of Brendan, it's like, it clearly he didn't, you know, he came for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Even for Tasha's season, I feel, or even, you know, oh, like, yeah. Like, like at first it wasn't even Tasha's season. It was probably Claire. Like, do you think he actually wanted to be with Claire? Like, probably not. You know what I mean? And like with Tasha, like I don't know. Like he even backed out too. Like, like when he was like final four. Like he's definitely here for the wrong reasons. And like, why is no one bashing him? Like, why is no one calling him out? Like as as much as like they called out Thomas. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I agree. Brendan has got to go, and I feel like this situation, you know, kind of. I feel like um, always the guys that are like, they try to be, oh, nice, like shy boy on this show, they end up being the worst, like Greg, for example, like <laughs> Greg, Brendan, I don't know, they just try to play an act. Um, and I'm happy like their true colors end up showing, um, especially Brendan's in this situation, I, I can't. Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like. Aaron and James and you know when Trey was here they were all over Thomas even when he walked in the beach even after this last season had passed they were all over Thomas and now one of the same scenario or a similar scenario is happening mm-hmm. where someone's not here quote unquote for the right reasons and they don't say anything like where's Aaron and James you know and their big you know puffed up chests and, and yeah. defending you know the the honor of the beach like what like they're all quiet now and I think part of it is because Brendan is a guy's guy he's a boy's boys and he mm-hmm. he's friends with what with, with at least what we see what seems like he's friends with the guys right he made it far on Tasha's season so he was close with like Ivan and I'm sure you know he's probably close with some other people on that beach so he's getting you know, the quiet and the silent treatment from, from the guys, at least. And, and, and yeah, he's, he's getting away with it. seems like. And like, because he was like a fan favorite, no one wanted to beef with him or start beef with him. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like fans are kind of scary. <laughs> They're yeah. Attacking you for, or defending Brendan. Like you never know what's going to happen. Like you, you don't know where you, you're standing until like until you actually watch it live like until like the producers actually release it and everything because you never know what the producers are thinking right like with Connor F right like he mentioned like I think someone was exposing him saying like oh did I have a good you know did I get a good shot like asking producers like can you give me a good shot like can you make sure to include my like sing my song or whatever (laughs) like it's just so everything is like producer kind of like like it was framed by producers like producers are evil but then at the same time it's just like yeah like in terms of Brandon like back to the point like yeah he is like a fan favorite and like no one really wanted to beef with him yeah so true in terms of like the fan favorite and I think that was that whole point is reflected with the whole Alana Chris and Jasenia problem because Chris he went home night one and obviously you know he he, he's been pursuing a relationship with Jasenia thus far and things seem to be going good until they have, which which has never been done on Paradise, this, this kind of party where they bring in four new women to see if they can mingle with the cast. If they do, they can come onto the beach and have a date card. And at that party, Chris obviously, you know, did something very wrong and disrespectful to Jasenia where he just 
kissed Alana up front in front of her multiple times, didn't even, you know, go check on Jesenia or, or have a conversation with her. Um, so he, he deserved the treatment that he got from the guys, but obviously, you know, being that he was night one, he was, it was going to come his way. Um, so, you know, looking into that relationship and that whole scenario, like, first of all, shout out to Jesenia for, you know, being a badass and like not taking the BS that Chris was showing and, and everything. But Chris, one of the things he mentioned was, you know, that he didn't feel a spark with Jesenia and that's why he pursued things with Alana or at least went for it with Alana. Do we believe, you know, that truth and, and, and what do we make of, you know, what he did to Jesenia? I personally don't believe him because the thing is, how can you feel a spark when you've met her like five minutes, like five minutes ago, you know, mm -hmm. like, Okay, maybe you had a gut feeling, but then like, what? Why were you so drawn to to kissing her like right off the bat? You know, like the first thing he says is, "I've been waiting for for so long to do this," and he just like starts kissing um, Elena, right? And then with like yeah. just yeah, like he came on the beach, like he came to Bachelor in Paradise just to see Jacinia. He he was saying like, "I've only wanted to meet you and only you." You know, it's just like, okay, well, you, you got your dream girl. Then like, why are you still like looking for someone else? Like, why do you think you're gonna, like, what kind of spark was it? Like, was it Lux? Was it like what? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I found the situation so like weird. Like it, it just doesn't add up and doesn't make sense. But like, it's interesting too, because he did, like there was pictures that showed that he, he did meet Yesenia before um before the show even aired before Bachelor in Paradise like there was pictures um with him it was it was a bunch of people from like Bachelor Nation but I think there was one photo with like them two together so it's interesting like I guess he's hung out with Jasenia and um Alana before um and I don't know I think it is shady of him to like maybe use that initially in the start to kind of get a rose from Jasenia. And then once Alana came, it's like, he also did jump ship really quickly and like handled the situation so poorly as well. Like, I think it would have been okay if he took things a little bit slower, um, maybe didn't kiss Alana right off the bat and actually tried to have more conversations with both of them and get to know them and then, and then make that decision. So, and he kissed like, Alana in front of everyone in front of Yesenia like that was just rude so he he should have handled the situation better if he handled it better like he I don't think he deserved any heat but he didn't handle the situation well at all like I feel like if just like yeah like he didn't handle it well like he didn't even have a good conversation with Yesenia after his makeup session with yeah um, Al Alana and I don't know, like if I were him, I'd probably just, you know, get to know Alana, tell her like, oh, I'm kind of interested in you, see how it goes. So he like, I guess like she could come to Bachelor in Paradise, like, and then afterwards, like maybe like build that relationship and then kiss her like on, on the date instead of like, 
literally five seconds, five minutes after meeting and everything and in front of Jacinia, even though it was like not intentionally. Yeah, he he really went all in. Um, but I also actually was curious too, because like, I think this is a point that came up, but um, like, remember how Yesenia and Ivan kind of split up? I mean, Yesenia did hang out with Chris before and then she went on this day with Chris and then it, done forth with Ivan after that. I think she handled the situation much better than how like Chris handled it, but like, I mean, they kind of did the same thing to each other. Like, you know, Yesenia did that previously to Ivan and now Chris is doing it to Yesenia. So, well, I don't know. Well, that's a good point because I was, this is where I struggle with this whole drama because even like when you think about like Aaron, Tammy, Thomas, right? Like yeah. Aaron, sorry, Aaron and Tammy, they were in a relationship and then Tammy starts talking to Thomas and then she kisses him on the day bed so mm. where do we draw that line of like what is right and what isn't right or what's acceptable and allowed quote-unquote and what's not mm. the thing is like I feel like it, in that situation Tammy didn't do anything wrong like in Chris's situation I don't think he did anything wrong either it's not like they're like fully dating it's not like they're exclusive now it's mm. more of like they're still exploring like like um bringing back to going back to Blarina's point like technically Justinia literally did the same thing what like Chris did too mm-hmm. but like the way she handled it like handled it that that like I guess in a way we were just like okay with it but the fact that Chris ignored Justinia uh, Chris was doing all these things in front of Justinia like I feel like he should have had that conversation with Justinia first like saying like I'm so sorry, like, I'm missing that spark, like, how, how just, just mm-hmm. in Ivan, I think that's, mm-hmm. like, the best way to deal with it, and then proceed to do whatever you were going to do. Yeah, I think that's a good point, like, it, I don't, maybe the kiss itself wasn't wrong, but maybe where Chris went wrong was that he didn't, um, like, he was telling Jasenia beforehand, like, she was the one, apparently, they were the strongest couple, like, he was only there for her, so then mm-hmm. when, when he goes and kisses Lana, then, then Jasenia is thinking she's feeling, like, blindsided, she's feeling like she's been lied to, because that's not what she was told beforehand, but if it was the case of, like, oh, um, you know, we're going to explore our options, but still try to pursue this, or if it was the case that, like, Chris was asked on a date and then they kissed on the date like maybe then it would be like more acceptable but then I guess because they were I guess deemed as exclusive some somewhat then maybe that's where the issue is yeah I think that yeah no I think you brought a really good point because he literally said we are the strongest couple and Mm -hmm. I guess that they were and the fact that he said that it seems like they were exclusive and I think that's another reason why Joe and like everyone in Bachelor in Paradise were so defensive and protective of Justinia is because of what Chris have said Mm. yeah so do we think that like are Alana like did did Alana and Chris plan this is my question like did they come in saying we're gonna come together whenever we arrive on the beach and then we're gonna give each other our roses and try to make in the end for followers for clout for whatever do we think like this was something that they planned or they actually did like each other where do we stand on those two 
it's it's kind of hard to tell with um Chris and Alana because I feel like I don't even know like if I, I mean I don't know what happened with them at all before Paradise or like nothing came out about them two being together or getting to know each other so it's it's like tough to say like I feel like they definitely did based on obviously the conversation that they had but it's it's hard to tell if they like came for sure and were like okay I definitely want to just pair up with you and stick up stick uh with each other till the end um you know who definitely did plan it though Brendan and Piper so they deserve Mm. uh, they deserve a lot more heat than they they got yeah like the thing is like going back to Glory's point there were pictures of Jessenia and Chris but Mm -hmm. that day there were also pictures of Jessenia Chris and Alana Alana Mm. oh yeah they met up with um what's her name Katie with Katie (laughs) yeah yeah and like I don't know like maybe Chris and Alana hit it off a little bit they had a conversation friendly conversation just like Chris and Jessenia and then maybe he's just like, well, I guess I'll meet you at Bachelor in Paradise, see how it goes. Like stuff like that. It's not like they really, you know, went out on dates, just like, for example, Piper and Brendan. It could have mm-hmm. just been like, oh yeah, let's explore it, see how it goes in Bachelor in Paradise. Because honestly, like I feel like I would probably say the same thing too. Like I didn't like no intention, like not because like we were like dating or anything. I just I was just like, yeah, like let's just explore it. You know what I mean? But because mm. of that, like maybe Chris didn't even know Alana was actually going to be at Bachelor in Paradise. So that's what that made him like really surprised. And then that's why he's just like, yeah, like it just like, I don't know, maybe he got him confused. Yeah. But at this point, I don't know who's right, who's wrong. Like I was like looking at his story like today and like a lot of his friends were backing up and a lot of his friends were like, there's no way Chris is like this. Like you guys got the wrong picture of Chris and the Chris is not here for, you know, followers and, and, and in, like, quote unquote, like influencer becoming an influencer, because when you think about it, like he even said himself, he doesn't, he's not active on Instagram that much. Like he doesn't post that much either. So like, why would I want to be an influencer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. And the thing is like, it's hard because I feel like Bachelor Nation, like anyone that goes on the show, like they've probably met up with people before Paradise, like in general, they probably had conversations mm. with people before Paradise. Like this is probably something very common amongst any of the contestants that are going on to Bachelor in Paradise. So like, as long as they didn't have like a full-blown relationship, like for example, Brendan and Piper, where Piper was literally traveling to Boston just for Brendan like if there wasn't anything like that like I can't I don't think we can fault any of them because they're all doing that they're all hanging out with each other and they've all kind of gotten to know each other not everyone but like I'm sure a lot of them have already met um, them previously yeah that's a good point um I remember Mike Johnson tweeted something along those lines of like there's like pre-paradise before the actual paradise because everyone's just been hanging out and meeting up Mm -hmm. and and yeah I guess one thing though I did was like kind of like shady by Chris is like I remember on his date with Alana he was like saying something about the rose or something or like we'll give each other our roses and Alana was kind of looking at him with like we're being filmed or something but oh yeah 
that's shady I didn't even book that yeah wow good eye good cat. yeah <laughs> yeah no but I definitely agree with your guys's points about like they may have not been like official like before and so they're like let's try it on paradise and I don't think to your guys's point like there's anything wrong with that but it did seem like there was a little bit of like mm-hmm. I don't know based on that part and like based yeah. on even like at the end when they were after everyone yelled at them like the way they were kind of just talking about like wanting to stay and like literally Atlanta was like oh I've only been here for 24 hours um yeah then it kind of gave me the vibes like maybe there was some kind of like planning a little bit yeah oh was probably so angry at Chris he's just she's just like what like you want me to stay here yeah And then Chris is like, well, if you want me to stay, I could stay. And then she's just like, and then back of her mind, she's probably thinking like, oh no, like if you stay, then people will know that we planned this, like planned this. <laughs> she's like, no. Yeah. And then she kept saying like, you want, like she didn't want to leave obviously. And plus like, first of all, she's getting paid for this too. Yeah. So why would yeah. you want to leave? <laughs> really Chris, 24 hours? <laughs> yes, it's funny. Yeah. Well, that was honestly, yeah, it was, it was very interesting. And, you know, it's interesting to see that we've seen like two couples who had that kind of very similar issues with Piper and Brendan and Atlanta and Chris this season. Cause I don't know if we've seen it too much before with like people kind of coming in with these like pre-solidified couples per se, but um, we see Joe and, and Riley kind of kick out Chris did we have any quick thoughts on that and and how we felt just seeing that moment wow like first of all Riley's hot ass like like, oh my gosh like his biceps triceps like all his muscles I'm like yeah amazing and then he's throwing out his like attorney terms and all that stuff and like (laughs) but then at the same time I'm like guys chill like yeah not that like he's not the villain like you're attacking the wrong person like yes he should have been attacked but what about Natasha and like Brendan and Piper like what's happening with that like you're literally wasting too much energy on Chris like poor Chris but also like yes like Chris you need some um you know beating up a little bit but like still (laughs) I agree I agree I'm I'm gonna need this energy next week towards Brendan and Piper particularly Brendan honestly he disrespected Natasha so much last episode like he's so rude he was literally he I don't know if we I don't think we mentioned this but like um remember when he said like Natasha has zero prospects and he told her to her her face that like she has selective hearing like oh my that got me fuming I was so mad yeah so Brendan um, y'all need to tear him down next week they have to and the fact that Brendan was like she's so annoying I'm like oh my god like chill yeah like like what yeah I'm mad but I'm happy now because uh, Natasha has more followers than Brendan yes and they're losing (laughs) so many followers and the fact that like I'm actually like on like I feel I feel for Natasha like the fact that like she's just like wait so you guys are all so defensive for Justinian, but what about me? Like, what? Yeah. Like, if I were Natasha, I'd be so offended. Like, okay, well, you know, like, I had a bigger. Like, my problem is even worse. Like, why aren't yes. you defending me? Exactly. Like, 
oh man that it's I feel so bad for her no one on the island is helping her out yeah yeah no definitely definitely feel bad for her but um on the bright side we did see one final um date that happened in the evening of that episode where uh Becca asked Thomas to go on the date first of all love Becca I think she's so classy and I love the way she kind of like pulled Tammy to speak to her before Mm -hmm. she went but um do we see this show what she knows how this she knows how this show works literally (laughs) she's been there done that she played it she played her cards well um podcast and she like literally analyzes what exactly happens so like she knows (laughs) true yeah yeah but do we do we like them together like do we see it more than we see her and Aaron um any any thoughts on on that date yeah I I really like actually Becca and Thomas I feel like Becca and Aaron like Aaron's just a little bit too young for Becca and maybe a little bit I don't know (laughs) he gets a little angry sometimes I feel like you know his comments his commentary it's entertaining though I I low-key kind of like Aaron sometimes I like him sometimes I don't like him I don't know who it is um and then Thomas and Tammy I feel like I feel like they weren't a bad match as well, but I do think Thomas and Becca are better. Like they're both like mellow, calm. Um, I feel like they look good together as well. So I think they're cute. I mean, I guess we'll have to see more conversations with them because it was kind of short. Yeah. I honestly really liked how Tammy handled the whole situation, like her conversation with Becca. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like she's like, it's so mature of her for saying that because like a lot of times girl, girls would be like, no. And that's yeah. like, the purpose of like Bachelor in Paradise, and there's like all this beef and everything. Um, but yeah, no, I want to say I feel bad for Tammy because it's just like she knows what's coming, but at the yeah. same time, she has to be lenient because she knows the process. Like, obviously, it happened to her, like, she was in a semi exclusive mm-hmm. relationship with Aaron, but obviously, like, knowing that it's Bachelor in Paradise, obviously, she, obviously, she wanted to explore with Thomas, and in a way, she I guess like she decided to pursue her relationship with Thomas instead of with Aaron. And this brings up to the next point where why is it that like Aaron is Aaron's not angry at Be- Becca for going on a date with Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. That's so right? annoying. Oh, but then he gets so angry and calls freaking Tammy a trash, trash, what has trash human behavior? Like what is it? Trash like garbage? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, those are the moments that like I really don't like Aaron. Yeah. That was so annoying. Yeah. And the fact that like he also Chris uh kissed um Serena C, and like Tammy's not like freaking bashing. That's true. Right. So weird. Aaron needs to grow up. Like yeah. (laughs) Like Aaron. There's like so many other guys out there. Like, why are you beefing with Thomas? <laughs> yeah. 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 Thomas is stealing all his uh his potential matches though. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Yeah, and he's not even freaking like beefing with Brendan. Brendan's here for the wrong reasons too. Yes, right? Yeah. Honestly, don't understand Aaron, but we know he he has an arch nemesis in Thomas, so he's just gonna shoot. I don't know. He's interesting fellow. <laughs> <laughs> Best way I could describe him, but yeah, 
that was kind of, you know, this week's series of episodes. Um, definitely looking forward to next week's and seeing hopefully the Piper and Brendan drama continue to unfold because we were left hanging with that and the, and the cast not addressing that. So hopefully that's addressed in next week's episode. And yeah, honestly, excited to see kind of what the rest of the season has in store. I'm not too sure like how many episodes we have left, but it's been amazing so far. And like, yeah, storylines have been absolutely amazing. So thank you all for tuning in to our episode. If you have ever any suggestions of topics we should cover, things we should talk about on our podcast, feel free to leave them in the comments of our Instagram posts or our Twitter, or feel free to DM us directly. We love engaging with you all. Uh, That's it from us. Have a great night, folks, and we will talk to you very soon. Bye. Bye. We're here for the right reasons only.